So sometimes people wonder why the devotees of Krishna are so much celebrating the pastimes of Ramachandra <laughs> and our friends, they've come. <laughs> they also want to know. <laughs> uh, what is it called that has a name? Toke? Tea, something like that. Yeah. Uh, so we have to understand, and Ramachandra is mentioned in the Das Avatar Stotram. Where does the Das Avatar Stotram appear? In the Gita Govinda, interestingly. So we're told ordinarily, we're not reading Gita Govinda or going into the details of the subject matter there. But why would it, a list of avatars appear uh, in a book that's exclusively Madhura Rasa and of the highest type of expression? Also in the Hangsa Dutta of Rupa Goswami, the gopis make mention of the different avatars. But there are different levels of reading. As Gurumar says, when he invokes his hypnotism example, Krishna can show many things to many different people at the same time, offer many different perspectives, and they, they don't necessarily cancel one another. They might all be tenable from a particular point of view. So for those who subscribe to Ram, Ramachandra as the supreme, uh, we'll understand there's a perspective whereby that can be uh, seen. Vishnu, Rupa Goswami gives his analysis. Right? Jivas, 50 qualities, officer class, and higher, 55, Vishnu, 60, Krishna, 64. But sometimes Guru Maharaj will say, Ramachandra and Balaram, 62. So some special position uh, is occupied there. So it is, will be most helpful for us to think of these really as Krishna's pastimes, but Krishna showing himself in a particular way. Ramachandra is unique. Ramadi murti shukalani amena tishtan nanavataram akurod bhuvaneshu kintu. Krishna swayam paramak paramam pumanyo. Brahma Sangit is saying all of these different uh, Murti's ways of showing himself, his expansions, his avatars. We should not divorce them uh, from Krishna or try to uh, create some sort of uh, opposition. That said, uh, we find that in the pages of the Bhagavatam, even the Mahavishnu avatar uh, really wants to see the beauty of Govinda, Anadi Adi or Govinda, Sarva Karna Karnam, even the cause of Karnarnava, Shai Vishnu, wants to have a glimpse of Krishna, the beauty of Krishna. But here, Krishna is somewhat restrained by what we call Rajaniti, the conduct of kings. And the ever unrestrainable Balaram, Baladev, Ananta, he's constrained by, in this pastime, uh, oddly enough, being the younger brother. One of Krishna's names is Ramanuja, right? Rama Anuja, the little brother of Rama. So we could say, 
Baladev, he likes when he is Ram. <laughs> when he is big Ram, Balaram, the big brother, and Krishna, his younger brother. Then he can serve to his heart's content. This is something that's uh, noteworthy, even as it plays out amongst the servitors, that service, the conception of service and the desire to serve that appears in the heart of the aspiring servitor can put them in peculiar positions from time to time. Once Guru Maharaj pointed out that around the time of Saraswati Thakur leaving the world, some devotees were suspicious about the uh, heart, mood, interior of a particular servitor. And Guru Maharaj said, he felt that when Prabhupada, Saraswati Thakur, was in his uh, disappearance pastimes, that he couldn't serve to his full capacity. So in his, e- he, in his eagerness to render full service to him, he longed for the time when that would be possible. So Guru Maharaj is always broadening our uh, conception of things and the way they might be. Again, by saying, how Krishna is revealing himself to one, he may not to another. And what is his divine will? Which way the divine will will move? And what is its necessity? If he, we say, reality is for itself and by itself, and he by nature is full of anandam, then we can understand that is the basis of the movement of these pastimes. And all the dramatic tension that we find, whether it's in Ramayan or Mahabharata, is exactly that. It's dramatic tension to intensify emotions and thereby allow the heart to yield a superior type of substance, a superior type of devotion. So if we are not informed by these sort of things and we observe these pastimes, in an ordinary sense, we'll be misled. Or we'll think, how can he do that? Or how can he not do this? I remember when I had just completed reading this three-volume set of the Ramayan, I would read it every night before going to bed in Russia while we were traveling around. And so many astonishing things are there. Uh, some humor also. I remember in one scene where Ravana's going everywhere throughout the universe demonstrating his pow- prowess. Perhaps he went to Bali, the southern uh, you know, uh, Antarctica, of the, you know, the southern tip of the southern hemisphere of the universe. And to check his pride and humble him, there was this giant golden ring, huge, and uh, Bali said to him, uh, can you lift that? You know. And he couldn't even budge, and it turns out it was Hiranyaksha's earring of the Hiranyaksha, you know, <laughs> who lifted, was uh, Varahadev saved the earth, so we can imagine his size. So no matter how big you are, no matter how powerful you are, uh, there's always someone bigger or more powerful. Or, if it's Krishna Leela, someone smaller and more powerful, like Vamandev. <laughs> he doesn't have to be big. Then we say, can God make a rock so big he can't lift it? Sure. In fact, it doesn't have to be so big or so heavy. It can be very tiny. And then he can also lift it. Thank you. They all think that's humorous. <laughs> Hare Krishna! <laughs> I have many fans in the insect lizard kingdom. <laughs> uh-huh. They just finished their arati. This is the end where they blow the conch. 
so was I saying that, oh, that's what is unexpected. Just like back on the point of drama. Though I say in writing and a drama, whatever it is, what is unexpected? You have to surprise the readers, the audience. Anyway, I remember when I was reading that book and I came, you know, some of the things that stick out in my mind was the, the time where, well, just how Sita was captured by Ravan. We know that uh, when they were on the eve of his coronation to be the king of Ayodhya, Kaikei, the queen, exacted a favor from Janak Maharaj that, or um, Dasarat that Ramachandra be banished and her son be installed. And uh, what is of particular interest is that when this is told to Ramachandra, there's no scene as you would expect where he's going, what? How is that possible? Well, I, there's nothing like that. He's told this and he immediately prepares to go. There's no protest on his part. If this is my duty, if this is what is expected of me, this is a hint of how these pastimes are going to move. He, there's no ego, no defense of himself. He doesn't start reasoning, giving a rationale why this is not a good idea. No politics, nothing like that. He's given the order, he's ready to go. When I mentioned Janak, where Guru Maharaj said of him, he was equipoised, whether his hand was in fire or on the soft breast of a woman, it wasn't any different to him. He instructed Sukadev Goswami. When Sukadev Goswami left Vyasa's ashram and went by the Dibya Devis who were bathing, as Gormar said, they're actually divine women, but they can assume any form they want. So they can appear like females in this world. But in Vyasa cries out and we're told, only the trees echoed. It's the beginning in the Bhagavatam also where a hint about separation. It's very sad. Sukadeva is so beautiful, beautifully described. And Vyas cries out and says, only the trees answered. When he said, oh, my son, my son. But we hear that that Sukadeva, on his travels, he got instruction from Janak Maharaj. So these, uh, king, what they call Rajarshis, Raja Rishis, kings, but as if Rishis were kings. They're very spiritually uh, developed, evolved, realized. But Ramachandra, uh, you know, previously, how he won the hand of Sita when they had the Swayambara, where, uh, I mean, the, uh, the marriage, um, Sarah, what is it, um, competition. And there was a, uh, a bow given by Shiva, giant bow, we can imagine how much it weighed, and, there t and, and the, the tournament, the competition is, you have to like be able to pick this bow up, you know, string it, break it, basically. All these big kings come in, everyone is eager to get the hand of Sita. And they can't even lift the bow. What to speak of like, then you, you, we know, who's the lady here is an archer? What, somebody's mother, I thought, what's her name? Lalita Kanta, isn't her mother? Someone knows archery. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Parmananda knows archery. But you have to bend the bow, string the bow, pull the, you know, there's a whole, it, it, it requires some uh, heroic capacity. Right? So they can't even lift it. Right? 
when Ramachandra shows up with Lakshman, some people are thinking like, hey, look, people bigger than you, they couldn't, well, you know, what to speak of you? And we're told at that time that Lakshman, remember, he's Balaram, like Balaram chained, you know, Balaram constrained. He's so angry. He said, I myself, I could break this bow into a thousand pieces without a problem, but my elder brother is here. So he later reveals that these are not his favorite pastimes because he's the younger brother. He has to defer to the elder brother. So, and then, of course, Ramachandra comes in, taking the permission of his guru, the Guru Varga. He lifts the bow, bends the bow, strings the bow, and then breaks the bow. <laughs> and he gets Sita. But so, such prowess he has, but he's so restrained that that's what is uh, striking about these pastimes. If we go back to the 62 of the 64 qualities of Krishna, to see Krishna so and exhibiting himself in a pastimes where he's so constrained, and by what? Uh, Rajniti. Can, uh, appropriate kingly behavior and morality, moral concerns. Right. That Krishna can appear this way also. And that is important. It's not that these things are random. Right. Oh, those past times happened a couple million years ago. And, right. and it says, Vikriditam Brajabadur. Badu idam cha Vishnu. Shradhan Bhattanushanaya It's interesting in this sloka, it occurs in the Rasa Leela section, the Panchadhyay. Vikriditam Brajabadu idam. It's saying the Brajabadu pastimes with the Brajagopis mentions Vishnu and it's so obvious this is not Vishnu. Why are they saying Vishnu when these are the pastimes of Krishna? Because lest that we think that Krishna is an ordinary person engaged in immoral activities, Vishnu here is a reminder of his divinity. Just as when Mahaprabhu reveals himself to Sarvabhoma, he revealed the Shadbuj Murti, saying, who was Ramachandra? Who was Krishna? Again, he has appeared as Mahaprabhu. Right. What he reveals to Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya establishes his divinity. But that's only the beginning. Right? As Guru Mars points out, to Ramananda, he revealed who he actually is, his ecstatic interior. To Sarvabhoma, he revealed his divinity. To Ramananda, what did he reveal? Rasaraj Mahabhav Duyakarup. So, how they like to play in various ways and how they're reciprocating the love and affection of their devotees and their pastimes is, uh, streams out and is expressed in the varieties of pastimes, including the Ram Leela which, as I mentioned earlier today, is creating a bridge of separation toward Krishna Leela and Krishna Viraha, which is what Gurumar said, this is Mahaprabhu's gift to the world that through the culture of separation, we can achieve everything. Not through cultivating uh, Milan, or meeting. So see how that is restricted in Ramlila. Uh, ek Putni, one wife. Okay. We're to, and we're given different examples. When the Dandakaranya Rishis see the beauty of Ramachandra, they didn't express anything, but deep in the heart's core, and their internal identity, 
some erotic sentiments were awakened. Ramachandra acknowledging that internally as well, but intimating to them that those desires in the deep heart's core, they'll be fulfilled in Krishna Leela at another time, in another pastime, in another way. We are uh, informed about the, the yajna sitas that on this part, I have to say something. That So having read that part of the book, I came to the part, as being raised on Hollywood and Bollywood, I, I'm expecting the big happy ending. Hanuman's gone to Lanka and... And they fought, and Ramachandra built a bridge to Lanka. His eyes glanced over the ocean. The fishes were, you know, the whole wonderful thing. And now they've gone back to Ayodhya. They're going to live happily ever after. And I think, you know, your heart is rejoicing. You just read thousands and thousands and thousands of pages and slokas. And this, now we're ready for the big happy ending. And some low class man, in the kingdom, you know, says, you know, I will now not do a low-class British accent, although I'm tempted to. <laughs> but he says, you know, no, I won't. I won't. I won't do it. Ramachandra is showing restraint. I shall show some restraint. But he says, that Ramachandra, you know, he may, he's talking to his wife, like, after his wife lives with another man for a year, maybe he'll take her back, but that's not the way things go in this house. You know? <laughs> There's always some jerk like that, even in the pastimes of God. So who do we think we are? Right. So, so the Gromar said the king's ears are his spies. His ears and eyes are his spies. So there are people who go in disguise in the kingdom and sort of hang out at cafes and places and listen, see what's going on. And someone overheard that guy going, that Ramachandra, henpecked by Sita. And that comes back to the ear of Ramachandra, that the ordinary citizens from the mouth of, and people are saying, why pay it? This is just some low class man. But Guru Maharaj made a point, he said, uh, <laughs> he said, in a family, even a bad child has to be loved. <laughs> so let's just speak in the family of mankind, the family of jivas, Krishna's, like we think sometimes, like, gee, I have to deal with all these people. Think about the Paramatma, what he's got to deal with. <laughs> like all the people, right? But we're told, Upadrastanu manta cha bharta bhokta maheshra paramat meti chapyukto dehesmen purusha pura. He's not interfering. Otherwise, he would go crazy. Like, don't do, no, jeez. Oh, you know, I same thing again. And how many times, you know? <laughs> No, he's non-interfering. We're talking like two birds on a tree, observing. The one bird is eating the fruits of the tree of karma, the other bird as an observer. So anyway, this comes to the year of Ramachandra. And here, unlike Krishna, who's always... Uh, pushing the envelope, crossing the boundary. Ramachandra's operating within that framework. And this leads to the, well, first of all, the, actually before this, they did have a test of Sita, of her purity, that, or around this time. The sequence is not so important. She had been taken by Ravana, Right? As I told you before, then Bengal, when we lived there in Calcutta, 
Like when you want to keep roaches out of your kitchen, they have this stuff called Lakshman Reka, <laughs> which is this chalk. I mean, this shows you how much Sukriti they have, actually. It's this chalk. You make a, a line, and they say, no roaches, no insects will cross that. Thank you. <laughs> and they believe it. Does it work? Yeah. Okay. So, but, 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 but what I like is, that's the brand name. It's not like Roach Hotel, Roach Killer, or something like that. It's called Lakshman Reka. Right? So they're saying, this is that stick like Lakshman had the, to protect Sita. Because when Ram went off and he told Lakshman, you watch Sita, he left Sita in the care of Lakshman. And he said, for no reason should you uh, leave her. For no reason whatsoever should you leave her. Like, got it. And he goes off, and it's either it was Mahiravana, the magician, black magician. He can imitate anyone. Gurmaraj gave him as an example of Sahajism, like, and beware of imitation. And he is perfectly imitating the voice of Ramachandra, going, Lakshman, help, help me. It didn't sound like that, but you get the idea. <laughs> and Lakshman's like, that's the voice of Ram. No, no, don't go, don't go, don't go. Lakshman, Lakshman. You know, he's like, Sita, help him. What are you doing? You know, and he's like, what to do? So he's like, Lakshman Reka. He draws the magic circle and tells Sita, do not step outside of this circle. As I go to you know, help Ramachandra, now Lakshman's gone. And Sita's there. So how are they going to get her to leave? Disney. Bambi. A little deer comes. Who's so cute and charming and jumping and playing. And this relieves all the tension. Now Sita's like, oh, such a cute little animal. And coming in, this, going outside, coming in, going outside. And at last... She, she doesn't know, who is it, Marichi, whatever, another demon magician, assuming a form, gets her to go outside of the Lakshman Reka protective circle, and then she's whisked away by Ravana. So these things are particularly meaningful to those who have spiritually evolved feelings. So when Mahaprabhu was traveling in South India, right after taking sannyas, after consulting with Sarvabhama Bhattacharya and meeting with Ramananda, he's in South India, meeting different types of devotees to each school, uh, demonstrating the superiority of Krishna conception. He meets one Rambhakta who's just heartbroken by the thought of the fleshy hand of Ravana, the evil fleshy hand of Ravana grasping Sita and kidnapping her, whisking her away. It's just, he cannot digest this. It's very disturbing to him internally. He can't uh, digest it. And Mahaprabhu, who's so merciful, um, just like Srila Guru Maharaj, I just say as a footnote that in the line of Kaviraj Goswami, saying sometimes there are things we hear that are in the scriptures. It could be Bhagavad Gita. It doesn't have to be some pastime like this. But our heart doesn't appear to be resonating with us. And we know, as Guru Maharaj said, oh, it's a statement of the Shastra. I'll need to adjust myself. It's an indication that we need some internal adjustment. 
right? If we're either perplexed, bewildered, or unable to digest particular pastimes of the Lord. So at any rate, uh, uh, Mahaprabhu finds from the uh, Kurma Purana, later traveling, uh, a section where it talks about uh, Maya Sita, Aprakrita Deho. Just as Mahaprabhu told Pradumna Misra with regard to Ramananda, when he thought he saw something objectionable in the behavior of Ramananda, who we know by the grace of Kavikarnapur, Vishaka Saki. So how can we think Vishaka Saki is in mundane consciousness? Whatever the cover, whatever the form appearance. And in this case, not really a cover. Mahaprabhu tells Pradumna Misra, oh, don't you know there's only Ek Ramananda? He has an Aprakrita Deho. There's, he has no mundane body. The, the form of Ramananda has not been generated, is not karmically generated based upon desire. He has a Prakrita Deho. So you go and hear from him, saying, I, I heard Krishna Kata from him, you shall hear from him. And Mahaprabhu, taking himself in an inferior position, says, if I see the, a statue, a representation of a woman, hear the name of a one, woman, it can cause my body to undergo some transformation. <laughs> he says that, but not Ramananda. What type of a recommendation is that? And also, as a footnote, he says, there is Ek Ramananda. That's who you should hear from. Mahaprabhu himself says, uh, Krishna Kata Ami Jani Na. I don't know. He's Krishna. And he's saying he doesn't know about to, to how to talk about Krishna. How is that possible? Or he's Radha and Krishna combined. They can't tell us. No, they are telling us. They're telling us this is the way that you are told. From uh, the Sakis, Ramananda. And Ek Ramananda, there aren't two. Interestingly, because Guru Maharaj's specialty, Ramananda Sambad, Saraswati Thakur, told his name in the beginning, Ramendra Chandra Bhattacharya, at birth, at Harinam uh, Mantradika time, Ramendra Sundar, and then later Ramananda. So you look in Premadama Devastotram toward the end, Sing, thus sings Ramananda. So much was his specialty, Ramananda Sambad. And Ban Maharaj, Srila Bhakti Hridoy Ban Maharaj, who his was it appearance or just recently, uh, he told about Guru Maharaj that the, a lecture that he heard him give in, in Godavari, where Raman Nanda Sambhava spoke, and he said, it was the greatest lecture of all time <laughs> ever heard. And he had heard everyone. He recommended uh, Guru Maharaj for sannyas to Srila Saraswati Thakur. Uh, any rate, so that Mahaprabhu brings this news to that man, he's saying, Ravan, how can his fleshy hand, he, he can't even see Sita, what to speak of, touch her. She has an aprakrita deho, a spiritual form. And here, look, Shastras come to your relief saying, Amaya Sita was generated by her. That's all he can touch, play with. It's all hypnotism. It's all illusion, delusion. He, what to speak of, touch the divine form of Sita, he can't even see her. So he brought some relief to the heart of that devotee to know those things. And as I've mentioned before, that when 
as she's being carried away, we're told she's, she is a Kshatriya princess. She's very smart. She's removing jewelry and, and dropping it intermittently, thereby creating a trail to where she's being taken. So that later when Ramachandra and Lakshman, they team up with the, the monkeys and the bears and everybody, Ramachandra becomes ecstatic when they show him uh, Sita's jewelry and, and in his uh, joy, overflowing joy, he shows the Lakshman, look, Lakshman, Sita's jewelry. And Lakshman looks, he said, I only recognize the Nupur, her anklet. Why? Because they're told, he had never looked above her ankle. Although she is argue, arguably the most beautiful woman in the universe and beyond, he had never looked above her ankle. So that he recognized, but what was being worn here, 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 he could not verify. What are we? <laughs> Who are we? And I remember once, Srila Gurudev in mango season, and we had the privilege of taking prasadam with him, and he said, he said, when you're eating mango, and good mango, he said, you will forget everything. And, he would just, and then he's like eating and smiling. And then he told this story of how Hanuman, we know, when he runs, leaping from mountaintop to mountaintop and leaps from the southern tip of India to Sri Lanka. What is it? A hundred yojanas, 800 miles, 15, 1,500 kilometers. <laughs> Quite a leap. When he gets there, and then what does he do? He becomes very small to do spying, going around like a little tiny... Uh, like a mouse or, an, you know, listening in on conversations. He become large, small. He finds this grove with these extraordinary fruits that he's never had before. And he's very hungry. And it's a mango grove. And so he starts eating the mangoes and he, he's never had them before. This is also the peasant. And what is he doing? Then he's like intoxicated eating these mangoes, he's eating a mango and spitting the seeds. But his prowess is such that, and the power of his spitting, he spits the seeds back to India. <laughs> we know boys like to do things like this. <laughs> he's showing what power he has can spit a seed like 2,000 kilometers. They're landing in different parts of India. And he's, <laughs> there's another mango trees, mango groves. But Gurudev said, when he was doing that, he went like, oh, I forgot. <laughs> I came here to rescue Sita. So Gurudev, Concluding, he said, when you have good mango, you will forget everything. <laughs> but anyway, then they test Sita to see if during that year away, uh, her uh, chastity or purity was compromised. And we know she walks through the fire comes out, you know, in shining colors, everything's fine. But that low-class man made that remark. And it let, you're right, uh-oh. Yes, the worst part. She's uh, pregnant with twins. And Ramachandra banishes her. And I would say it was around this time of the book where like I just could, I could not digest these pastimes. Had to like go for a walk in minus 20 weather to cool down. <clears throat> I could not understand this. 
what to speak of digest it. It did not make me happy. And I thought, I thought Krishna's pastimes were full of all the heartbreaking things. And now this. And anyway, reading, and of course, there is a happy ending. But in the interim, she, when she's left in the forest, uncared for, in the words of Guru Maharaj. But fortunately, where is that forest? It's near the ashram of Valmiki. So she has love and kush, these children, and, and the ashram of Valmiki. In the end, there is a happy ending where Sita and Ram and all the inhabitants, they fly in a uh, Vaikuntha chariot airplane back, you know, take Ayodhya back to its uh, origin. But still, the heartbreak is there. Someone, a European philosopher said that women are judged by their capacity to endure suffering. It's an extraordinary statement. Actually, it's, it may be more profound than he intended. Because the heart Experiencing the pain of separation yields a superior substance. This we have to grasp. It's one of the reasons Krishna's hiding from us. Uh, the devotees, they're practicing for so many years, they're faithful followers, they're the, like Gurudev said to Guru Maharaj about the holy name and all these wonderful things. He said, Anyone got that? <laughs> He's always pressing Gromars, and Gromars will have to go <clears throat> and give some substantial answer. But Gurudev himself would say in his final days, when he was being flooded, his heart was being flooded with ecstasy and intense love and revelation. He said, why is this coming to me now? And it was a rhetorical question. But I thought, yes, after you've sacrificed yourself, you put your heart and soul on the altar of self-sacrifice, and Krishna, and you've deferred, delayed all of that in service to your Guru Maharaj, in service to the Sampradaya, now when you feel yourself incapacitated, Krishna's giving so much to you, uh, overflow, ecstatic, means that actually, ecstasy, ecstasis. So always Guru Maharaj comes to save me and bring relief. Still, for some time, I couldn't comprehend this. And even one of my old friends, when I was saying, oh, Ramachandra, how he uh, sacrificed his own happiness for even, as Gurumar said, the, the bad son, the worst citizen. How exalted that is. I mean, he's willing to totally sacrifice himself for the happiness of others. And my friend, he said, like with big doe eye, you know, dear, he said, but not for Sita. I'm like, oh no, back to this. But my answer to him, not at the time, but later, was that is why she is so exalted. As he's sacrificing himself, what do we see here? Tyaktva Sudushtuja Shurepshita Raja Lakshmin Sita Radharani. How they're much they're, why are they so exalted? How much they're sacrificing themselves uh, for the sake of others 
to give Krishna to others. Really, Krishna is Radharani's gift. Everybody's crazy about Krishna, and they should be. But where did this Krishna come from? How has he been gifted? Like giver and the gift, when Guru Maharaj is talking about Gaur Leela, Krishna Leela, Yari Gorna Hoita, Tabiki Hoita, Kamani Dari Tam Dehe, Radhar Mahima Prema Rasasima Jagata Janatake. Krishna comes as Mahaprabhu to reveal the glories of Radharani to the world. It's by the grace of Radharani and her girlfriends and assistants that we have any idea or connection with Krishna. So, Guru Maharaj told of when Sita's getting news in the ashram, uh, of Balmiki's ashram, about Ramachandra, and she hears, it's time, he has to do, I forget which sacrifice, but some kingly yagya, and she knows you can only do that with a queen by your side. So she's thinking, oh, he'll take another wife. It's required. And we know from Vedic literature, kings generally have so many queens. Right? But Ekpatni, he has one. Right? And this is very sweet and meaningful. Uh, in, in mysterious ways. Because we know so much more and hear so much more about Krishna, but that that Krishna in these particular pastimes could have so many queens, but not. Anyways, she's in the ashram getting the news, this yagya will come, and she's saying, you oh, know, wonder who, who he will select. Has to have another queen. Hmm. Who will it be? What is Ramachandra's response? To create a yagya sita, a golden murti of sita. He is exclusively focused upon her. So when she gets news that Ramachandra's refused to take another queen, then how he'll do the yoga? He made one go, murti from gold of you, of your divine form. And then she thought, all right, then she is very happy. I haven't been banished from his heart. Maybe for political purpose, for, uh, what do they call it? A sense of um, propriety, but what's the other word? Anyway. He's done this. He was compelled to do this. Rajaniti, uh, Vedic principles, societal, socio-political. But I haven't been banished from his heart. Rajalakshmi, she's still enthroned on the heart of Ramachandra. Then she is very happy. But what is the beauty of Ramachandra that we're told? And more than one Yagyasita, because more Yagas were done, He's so beautiful. The Yagya Sitas wanted, uh, 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 I say, Madhura erotic sentiments were awakened in them. And he uh, denied their request. That he's so focused upon, exclusively upon Sita, but told, Later in Krishna, Krishna's Akila Rasamrita Murti. <laughs> he quoted Rupa Goswami. No. <laughs> he can reciprocate every atom of every heart's hankering simultaneously. That is Krishna. So, really, all of this can be read again to underscore the beauty, the extra. Extraordinary beauty of Krishna Leela and the pastimes of Krishna. And to prepare the heart uh, for Krishna Biraha, which culminates in union and separation. 
as preached and practiced by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hare Krishna. Oh, Girira is wearing green. <laughs> He's saying, I'm Ramachandra too. <laughs> Giriraj can take any form. Hare Krishna. Are those parrots Sukh and Sari? They must be. Hare Krishna. Are those lotus flowers? Wow. Such is the opulence of Chiang Mai. Really? Oh. Some fortunate give her. That's what Guru is saying. Look, it's already Sattvagun. But if someone will take that, they're thinking they're doing something nice. Sukriti. But Nitya Sukriti means that gesture when connected to the lotus feet. Sita Ram. Radha Govinda, Sri Sri Guru Gauranga, Radha Govinda. Then it gets a touch of the Nirguna plane. Devotees are always wondering, or even, how does the whole Agyata, Gyata, Sukriti thing work? That's how it works. It was a nice gesture, but how nice. Kitna Sundar, how nice. They will discover in time that gesture, that gesture toward even that mom hi partha bepas ritya ye pishu papayonayo striyo baisha tata sudras tapianti paramgatim. Even the slightest gesture, Krishna only needs some remote excuse to be merciful to anyone. <laughs> And his hand is infinite, his way is infinite, he only knows infinite reciprocation. When Mahaprabhu distributed prasadam, we thought it was enough for four men. He gives like that. So Gromars would say, What is our faith? Very little. He said, But if you take that faith, whatever little faith you have, and cast it toward the infinite. He said, then prepare yourself for what will come in response. Hare Krishna. 